Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Conway Show. Mark Thompson is here. Yeah, I am. <clears throat> I was, um, I, I didn't know that we, I, 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 I wouldn't say mutual friend. We've had Jake Johansson on the show years and years ago, and he's one of my favorite comics, but I didn't know you were friends with him. Oh, yeah, for many years. I go back to the Bay Area. That's where we first met in San Francisco. He's one of the funniest guys ever. I agree completely. I think he's literally one of the funniest minds of his generation. He has a run about yard sales that I still repeat on the show. He said he was having a yard sale, and uh, he put all that stuff out in the morning, and strangers come by, and one guy picks up a lamp. And says, uh, hey, uh, this lamp uh, doesn't have a shade. And Jake says, uh, yeah, well, it's a $70 lamp. And the reason it, uh, it's a quarter is because it doesn't have a shade. <laughs> he goes, we want 25 cents for it. He goes, well, it doesn't have a shade. And he says, yeah, well, I'm explaining to you that I paid 70 but I'm willing to give it to you for 25 cents because the shade is missing. <laughs> and he says, well, <clears throat> I got to then buy a shade for it. And Jake said, at that point, my instincts were... To tie him up and burn him to a stake right there at the garage sale. But I didn't do that because I know in my history with garage sales, if you start burning neighbors at a stake, it cuts down on foot traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't do it justice. I mean, it's something yeah, like that. He does that, a whole run. He does so a whole great. run on the on the garage sale and how you essentially have marked down everything to be purchased with whatever, and then people are still sitting there like it's a negotiation. And I think he does the thing about a leather jacket. Some guy, like, he's, the leather jacket's $5, right. okay? And the guy goes, I'll give you a dollar for it. <laughs> and, he, you know, and it was one of those, sir, I'd rather set this fire, uh, set this on fire right now than sell it to you for a dollar. That's great. I mean, $5. It's true, though. And, you know, I've got all this stuff that I'm looking to get rid of. It's hard. Just organizing it is I'm in the difficult. middle of doing that myself. And yeah. I think everybody is, because I took stuff to the Goodwill the other day, and the Goodwill, when I was younger, uh, used to be so happy to, that you came by. It's like, oh, my God, uh, you know, <laughs> it, we'll take this for sure. Are you sure not, you want to get rid of this? Not like that I anymore. love that. Now, uh, you know, I was told by this one in Burbank that they open it. They start collecting uh, donations at 1.30. So I showed up at 1.25 and sat in the car for two minutes. So it's 1.27. And I said, um, hey, can I uh, donate some stuff? He's like, we don't open at one thirty. <laughs> and I said, well. Rules I mean, are rules. By the time I walk back to my car, it's going to be one twenty eight. <laughs> by the time I get the stuff out of the car, it might be one twenty nine. I might just be at the finishing line here at one thirty. <laughs> so <clears throat> I bring the stuff, and I said, uh, where can I put it? He goes, what is it? And I go, what? What do you mean, what is it? It's free stuff. It's my free stuff I'm giving to you. I said, it's a TV set. And he says, does the TV set work? I said, well, I was in our kitchen this morning, and I watched the news on it. So, yes, the little TV set does work. We just don't have the room for it anymore. We bought an uh, air fryer. <laughs> and so he, he took that. <laughs> and then I had two scooters that my daughter used all the time. And he goes, looks like the, you know, one of the uh, wheels is rusting on. I'm like, 
buddy, look, I, I, this is not a negotiation. Either you want it or you don't. I'm going to throw this stuff out if you don't want it, right? But, man, they make you feel like 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 they're doing you a favor. Well, they make you feel as though, I, I, and I've had the same thing happen where they talk about the vintage of your TV and it doesn't have right. a fire stick thing or whatever. It's like, oh, wow, seriously? It's a 70-inch screen. It's somebody going to make somebody very happy. Right. Um, and, and there are other things like that. They make you feel a little bit like everything has to be in pristine condition. Like that was the thing with your daughter's scooter. Well, there's a yeah. little rust on it. Yeah, well, you know, it is used. That's why I'm here with it. You know, I, I called the uh, the Salvation Army, and we had a bunch of furniture to give away. And one of them was a big kitchen table. It was a nice wooden table that maybe we spent, I don't know, four or 500 bucks when we bought it. We had it for 10 years. And we ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner on that table. And I had breakfast on that table before they came that afternoon. I pulled outside, and they came to pick it up. And the guy says... You know, there's a big uh, chip out of one of those legs. And I said, well, I've eaten uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner on that table for 10 years. I never even noticed it. <laughs> and I had breakfast on that table this morning. And now it's not good enough for uh, your krill, huh? <laughs> and he says, well, we can take everything but this, this, and this. And I said, buddy, look, with all due respect... This is an all or nothing. Thing. Oh, you so, oh, you really drove yeah. a tough bargain on I that. I said we're not going to I'm, I'm not going to oh. dance here. You're not going to let him pick and choose. No, no, no. I said either you want you take everything, which oh. <clears throat> which includes like an old uh, you know, mini bike that still worked. You take everything or you take nothing. And he's like, "Well, I can't uh, take that table." I said, "All right, Time to uh, you wow. know, press you, on. You stuck to the Conway I, I, credo was I, I, all or nothing. I don't. I. I. I you know what? It, it. It irritated the hell out of me that 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 table was good enough for my family for ten years. I never even noticed that chip, and yet uh, you know it's got not good enough for you know this uh, crew. But I, I, it wasn't the Salvation Army. It was. Um, God, what charity was There's it? There's so many of them. It was the charity that goes around and drops off the bags and says, "Hey, we'll be in the neighborhood." Um, you know, put stuff in the. In oh, the those are the usually the, the can can bags. Yeah, right. Yeah, the can bags. Right. Yeah. I don't know what. The, but they have a, they have another uh, faction that does furniture and house household goods. But man, they sent. It was like I was. It was like reading me the riot act. Like, oh, you, should, you know, that sucks. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> How dare you? That sucks. Right. Your whole house sucks. I'm surprised you're not driving. One <laughs> I had to write you up for trying to pass this crap off on us. It's Conway Show. We're live on KFI AM six forty. My mom and dad would take us to Disneyland once a year, and they would tell us three months or four months in advance, you know, right around Christmas, hey, we're going in on April 9th, so you got to behave. And one of my brothers decided not to behave. He bought itching powder and spread it all over the, the desks of all the kids, and they all, you know, and, I, and I'm 99% I'm sure this happened, where the kids, all the kids' parents had to come pick them up. Because they were all itching like crazy. They didn't know what it was. They didn't know what it was. And they were breaking out in like hives and stuff. And I, I, I'm i about 99% sure that the fire department was called as well. Because they were next door. And the paramedics came over to see, to try to figure out what happened. And they found a box of itching powder <laughs> in my brother's desk. <laughs> Well, I, I, I'm starting to understand the three-day suspension. Yeah. I, I He's lucky he didn't get expelled. Yeah. I mean, that turned into a big deal right because what if those what if one of those kids was allergic or had a condition or something and you know they got swollen eyes or whatever or and was inhaled hospital. it accidentally yeah, right. or, it, exactly yeah. and got in their lungs and you know it, it, it was, it was it, it's a big deal a big deal yeah. so I, i'm with the principal and the teacher that there had to be some action right yeah. normally yeah. i'd pick I'd, I'd support my brother but i think he crossed the line okay just barely
<laughs> so he was told by my dad, you did this, you got in trouble, you got caught, you're not going to Disneyland this year. And I thought, woo, my dad never, ever does stuff like that, ever. So like all the kids are going, he's serious, yeah. this is bad. And so the morning we're going, you know, you always wake up early and you have breakfast and he always took us out of school to go. So it was a big special day. You know, he didn't have to go to school and we're all going to Disneyland on a day where we're, you know, we were supposed to go to school, and so Disneyland was fairly empty, and you could walk around and enjoy yourself, and we all get in the car, except my brother with the itching powder, and he was in the house, and he wasn't coming, and I thought, wow, how far is my dad going to drive down the block here until he turns around and picks this kid back up, and he pulls the car around. We're going out the driveway, and my brother Jake says, hey, dad, can you, will you stop the car? And my dad stops the car, and my brother says, if my brother's not going, I'm not going. Wow. Jake. Isn't that great? Yeah, that says a lot about his character. Greatest guy in the world. He says, if I'm not, if my brother's not going, I'm not going. What was your reaction? I'm, my, my reaction was, hey, more room for me. Why are we yeah. sitting still? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad, why'd you, why did you stop? Just slow down. Jake, get the hell out of here. <laughs> And and he, uh, my dad ended up taking all of us, right? He did. Yeah, he ended up taking all of us. But that was such a defining moment in my brother's uh, childhood, right? Like, he's the only kid that said, no, no, we're all going or I'm not going. It's just so great. It brings a tear to my eyes. It really, I mean, it really is special. And That's consistent a, with who he was? Yep. And he is a sweet man. He Sweetest is, guy in the world. He is yeah. really sweet man. I mean, I, he's he obviously he was born in the wrong family. Well, you're all sweet. <laughs> But nah, he has... he's he's over the top. Hmm. I mean, he 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 rescues dogs all the time. Uh, he's always upbeat. He's, he doesn't hate anybody. Never gets pissed at anybody. He wouldn't just hang up on a good friend. No way. He'd go to the track <laughs> with the guy, right? Uh, but he's always always upbeat. Um, and I don't know how he does it, man. But uh, you know, he works. Uh, he doesn't have uh, kids, but they have like five or six dogs, and those dogs are the world to him. Um, and he's and he's just a a really decent human being really a really good person yeah. and uh you know of all the the brothers and and sisters i think his his character i don't know where it was formed but somebody had an influence on him that we all didn't catch well is he the baby <laughs> no he's uh fourth fourth uh fifth six. yeah he's fourth fourth born so he's cl close to the middle there yeah, he's a middle kid out of six, right? Uh, the three and four are the uh, you know the two uh, middles, right? Um, do, do, do you find that I don't know how much you've looked into that? Do you find that that the the order of births with all your siblings kind of go true to form from what we've always heard—the first and the middle and the last and all that? You know what? I don't. I'm not really sure what uh, what those theories are. Like, is it? I know that my sister got a lot in life. And she was the first youngest. born. Oh, she was the first yeah. born. She's the oldest. She's we have we had one girl Oof. and then my dad had five boys. I think my, my mom and dad. My mom had something to do with it too. I think the the girl thing makes sense, but also the firstborn thing makes sense. So she got she double dipped oh my with, God. with uh, the the privilege, I guess you could say. My dad wrote a song about her. <laughs> my dad wrote, has never written a song in his life. He wrote a song about her. And there's a million pictures of her. Uh, around around you know our house growing up, I think there was one of me, and try to find one of the of the youngest. So long, man. There's you not one. You want to hear some of the characteristics? Okay. of First, middle. Okay, so first, natural leader, high achiever, organized on time, know it all, bossy, responsible, adult pleaser, obeys the rules. The middle child. Does that make sense? That, that wait, wait, go slowly again. The, the firstborn is one. 
natural leader. Yeah. High achiever. Very. Organized. Very organized. On time. Always. Know it all. Yeah, I, she, I think she knows it all. Excuse me, you guys went Thursday nights, not Friday nights to tapings. <laughs> yeah, wow. she didn't know. She didn't know that, Pro right? So maybe not. No, nothing. not all of it. She knew. Uh, bossy. Uh, as a kid, yeah. Get in the wheel well. That's a little. Yeah, weird. pretty bossy as a kid, right? <laughs> Responsible. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Adult pleaser. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, obeys the rules. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Right. Okay. And Nick- she had, a, by the way, she had a massive, massive bedroom. It was supposed to be the like the master bedroom to the house that we lived in uh, in the valley. That's so cool. And the rest of the boys were in one room. <laughs> there, That's so cool. Five of us in one room, and she had a fireplace in her room, oh my a, gosh. a walk-in closet. <laughs> Fireplace in her room. And had uh, two different exposures. Like she looked west and north. <laughs> From her windows. Two different exposures. Huge-ass room. Good for her. And we were all piled. We had two bunk beds and a car bed. You know, so we had two bunk beds that we lived in, that we slept in, and my brother had a, one of those, like, speed racer car beds. All those stinky boys. God, it was unbelievable. I don't so, know why we put up with that. Because you had to. Well, we could have, uh, we could have, I mean, there's five of us. We could have taken over. <laughs> You should have. We should have. We couldn't. Could have taken her out. <laughs> middle child. Okay, middle child. Flexible, easygoing, social peacemakers, independent, secretive, may feel like life is unfair, strong wow. negotiator, and generous. Okay, that's like, yeah, my, my brother, yeah, like like Corey and, and, and Jake. Yeah, that's, that's kind of them, right? Okay, the babies of the family. All right, this is Sean. Risk taker, outgoing, yep. creative, self-centered. Oh, yeah. Financial, <laughs> financially irresponsible. No, not no. He's he's not that. But competitive. He, so far, he's like uh, you know eight for nine. <laughs> yeah, nine for ten. Bored easily. Very easily. Likes to be pampered. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sense of humor. Very funny. Um, and that was for those. Okay. Okay. If you're the only child, close to parents, self-control, leader, mature, dependable, demanding, unforgiving, private, and sensitive. Wow, mm. man! Oh, man! That's wild. How I mean, that, it's such a generalization, but man, do they nail it? Yeah, I hit a lot of those. Accurate. Yeah, I hit a lot of those. Yeah, that's wild. That's crazy. Um, man, that's a you know that that the youngest one. I mean, you described my brother Sean to the T, except that he's financially he's not uh, irresponsible. He owns uh, two restaurants in Steamboat Springs. Oh, uh, he's the one in Colorado. Steamboat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he worked up from nothing. He was like a busboy. So with so with six, you find those ones that are in the middle. They're they're sort of like a variance of those things. You yeah, know, like... yeah. That pretty much nailed them though. I, I, I guess if there's six kids, the three and four are the yeah. middle one. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's a, that's about right. Um, but that's that's wild how you can generalize like that. That's crazy. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I wrote an open letter today. To a uh, corporation. Ooh. Yeah. And um, I'm going to read it on the air. I need some background uh, music for it, though. Let's see. Uh... Very Latin. 
nice. February 25th, 2022. Dear, dear King Taco. Today on my way back from Orange County, the Anaheim Convention Center to be exact, I needed King Taco. Buzzed up the 5 freeway, connected to the 710 fairly successfully, and got off the freeway where the 710 crosses the 60 freeway. I believe one of the original locations of King Taco. I couldn't find parking, so drove around the block and finally found a space on the street. Locked the car, walked back to the restaurant, and I was floored when I saw the line of people. Maybe 65 deep. So I walked back to the car, depressed out of my mind. By now it's 4.30 and time is becoming an issue. Gotta get back to work at least by 5.30. So I opened up my ways, typed in King Taco, and they said there was another location that I was familiar with, the one on Broadway. Got in the car, drove to the one on Broadway, maybe a six-minute drive, maybe 10-minute drive. Buzzed into the parking lot, found a parking space right away. Unusual. On a Friday afternoon at King Taco. I walked to the front door, realized I left my wallet in the car, went back, grabbed my wallet, opened the front door, and again, shocked by the 25 people in line in front of me. Looked at the time on my phone and said, no way, there's no way I have time to stand in this line. King Taco, you are the in and out of Mexican food. My favorite place for years, and the salsa verde is second to none. However, you need more locations. You need a San Fernando Valley location. Like maybe Burbank? Although maybe it's like living near a casino. I don't know if I could survive living a half mile away from a King Taco. Great food, great service. More locations. Possible drive through and delivery maybe, right? With all of my love. Your all biggest fan in the valley. Conway. I'm wait, I'll wait for your response in the mailroom. <laughs> Tim Conway Jr., care of KFI, 3400 West Olive, Suite 550, Burbank, California, 91505.
it's a wrap. <laughs> Wait, I need a siesta after that. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, man. Every time I go to these King Tacos, there's 900 people in front of me. Right? They closed the one out by me. No way. Yeah. It had been there for a long time, too. Is that right? Yeah. Man, oh, man. Wait, so, during COVID? Just like a month or two ago, I think. Really? Yeah. That's strange, man. That's really odd. Because every time I go to one, there's one in downtown L.A. that's two blocks away from another King Taco, and they're always jammed. There's always 50 people in line. You ever go to their uh, stuff, that King Taco? No, I was just going to say it's funny that you referenced In-N-Out because I, I I had that experience. I was like, oh, In-N-Out sounds good. And then you see the line, you're like, nope, not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I always jump in line, but I, I didn't have time today. No time, man. But I can't believe there's not a single King Taco location in the San Fernando Valley. I don't know if King Taco has noticed, but there's 2 million people live here. In the San Fernando Valley. Now, I'm sure they're expanding, you know, and they're expanding in a in a reasonable way that makes sense on a business level. But man, oh, man, I, I, I dream about that food. It's weird. I'm, like, obsessed by it. Really? Yeah. I have dreams. And you just do, like, straight, like, regular, what, tacos? Yeah. Or? Like a carne asada and rice burrito. Yeah. And then oh, carne you do a burrito. Yeah. Okay. And then carne asada uh, tacos. Here's my order. Three tacos and two burritos with an extra large salsa verde, $24.50. <laughs> and, and I, and man, when I get there and there's nobody in line, it, it's, it's like a walk off Homer. God, when does that ever happen? Like once. Yeah. Maybe. Do you ever, you never experiment? You never no, go to any of the no, other meats? No, 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 Crozier, there's come piles. on. Come on, We've known man. each other for a long time. You're missing out, man. I'm a taquitos guy. Uh, you know what? I did notice that they have chimichangas and flautas. So the last time I went there, I got flautas, which is like a taquito. Yeah. And they're pretty good too, right? But they're... you're not changing up the meat. No, 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 no. I know. I'm not with the, uh, you know, bat's tail and uh, bat's tail. tongues yeah. and all that stuff. Lengua. Or oxtail. Was no. it oxtail? oxtail? Yeah, oxtail. No, I mean, Neil Saavedra eats that crap, that oxtail. Um, but Oxtail's good. I, I know, but, but the ox's tail... Has spent the entire ox's life about a half inch from the ox's a hole. Thank you, <laughs> Carla. Our news editor just texted me. And she says uh, wants to know if you know there's a King Taco in Glendale. Sure, I know exactly and, uh, where it is. On Broadway, Pasadena, yeah, yeah. I know that's when I always go to. Yeah. Uh, it's right. It's right near the In and Out there uh, on Broadway. The one I used to have to go to all the time was the one in Pasadena. That was the closest one. Then they opened one in Glendale. But when they opened in Glendale, I had to give them. A couple of months because they had a new grill and it wasn't seasoned yet. Oh, right, right. Yeah, they had to work that in. Um, but there's a, a beautiful one down near Dodger Stadium that's one of the originals as well. But man, I've been to the one in Pasadena and the one that just closed uh, in Ontario. I think it's Ontario as opposed to Upland, but uh, and on Mountain there. And uh, I would go to the one by me in in uh, Ontario, like on, late on a Saturday night or something like it's the that. Best. Ooh, that's some dangerous times, man. <laughs> that is some dangerous times. But they had the they had the man, guard there. You I know? got I almost got the crap kicked out of me one time. <laughs> man, you know I went to the one real quick. I know we got to take a break. I went to the one on Pico, and I was I was driving back from Orange County with my wife, my daughter, and I went to the one on Pico, right near the one ten the ten freeway, and uh and on the way home from King Taco, uh, uh, Jason Salaco was talking on my phone. I go, yeah, I just went to the, uh, King Taco. He goes, which one did you go to? 
I said, the one on Pico. He goes, dude, it's 10 o'clock at night. You went there with your wife and your daughter? Yeah. I said, yeah. And he goes, do you know that last night a guy got murdered right at the payphone right near that King Taco? I'm like, nice. yeah, I, I, even if I knew that, I still would have buzzed in. Oof. You know, I was thinking, if you know, when the day comes that Bill relinquishes his throne, Bill Handel. Oh, when he retires? Yeah. You know, Why, if, is that around the corner? What, no, 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 no. He's got many years left in him. But like in five years, let's say, or okay. 10 years. Would you ever consider taking over the morning show? No. If Gary and Shannon decided no, that's to a, do- Now, that's the move. Gary and Shannon. Yeah, so, put them in there. So No, 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 no. Okay, say they did. Would you take over Gary and Shannon's? Would I take what? Like the two, the 10 to 2 slot. No. Would you ever move? Well, no, John because- and Ken, would you do the 2 to... Nah. No, I, I, like this, um, I like this 6 to 10 crowd, you know? I think they're funnier. I think people are high- you know, they're drinking, they're on drugs, they're smoking weed, and they're just a more laid-back crowd, right? Yeah, I don't want to go, t- I mean, I, what'd you say? What'd you say? What? Your mic was on. What'd you say? What'd you say? I just, I, something about am, ambition. Oh, really? Okay. That's where we are, huh? Okay. It, 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 what about ambition? I heard just, um... If you had a little ambition, you know, maybe we could grow the show. Maybe we could have a better slot. I could be home with my yeah. husband. Roger could be home Get with his girl. wife. Stefouche could be making money. Get a girl. What's... I'm a yeah, girl. You go, girl. Come on. Um, okay. I could probably be a little more ambitious, but you ain't going to like it. <laughs> Why? It's. It, I could turn it way up and be really busy, and all of us will be re- working really hard. And and we might, you know, move to a different time slot or make a little bit more money, but you ain't gonna, you're not going to like me. I'm not? No. Well, I should just be uh, yeah. grateful for what I have. <laughs> I think so. Well, like like Ernie Anderson, Paul Thomas Anderson's dad, uh, was a, a cigarette smoker, right? And uh, Edwina, his wife, had asked him to stop smoking because uh, he was just coughing a lot. And, and it's not good, you know, for you to be smoking in your 60s and 70s, right? So Ernie said, uh, you know, Ernie was the voice of ABC and, you know, uh, the love boat, you know. Then Laverne and Charlie, you know, that guy. Uh, he's the, one of the greatest guys in the world. So he said, I, hey, man, I can effing quit whenever I want. This is my last cigarette. Boom, I'm done. <laughs> and then two weeks later, uh, Edwina raced out to 7-Eleven, bought him a pack of cigarettes. He <laughs> said, I can't deal with you. Just smoke, please. And he said, he goes, I told you, man, I could quit. I sa- he said, you're not going to like You me. ain't going to like me. Oh, okay. But I could quit, right? So I could probably, right, be a little more ambitious, do more social media stuff like that, maybe get out, uh, you know, in the crowd a little more and do, uh-huh. you know, uh, but I don't, you know, go to parties and, and yeah, work be it. seen work and it. work and all that stuff. Uh-huh. But... I, I, I don't think you'd like that. I don't know. I don't think I'd like it. Yeah, I, I'm starting to change my mind. <laughs> Maybe we're just okay where we are. Um, I was I was invited to do a uh, an event, um, and it was a a, a police event, right? And I would say yes to that, right? Um, but um, I, I I think this conflicts with uh, something we're doing uh, on the air. But um, all right, this is what I wanted to say. I got a call today. I got a call. There's a friend of mine that go that went to Bowling Green, uh, and the only two I think there's two guys that I still in contact with from college, and I and I talk to this guy or we text, I don't know, maybe twice a week, right? Or and I and I probably talk to him on the phone maybe once a month, which is a lot for me because yeah. I'm not a really you know, phone guy. I mean, you and I don't talk on the phone more than once a month, 
we don't talk on the phone at all. Like once yeah, a almost year, never, right? once yeah. a year, maybe. Yeah. When we're both, uh, you know, in the doghouse, we uh, right. call and like, hey, what's you going okay? on with you? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the only one I in Irvine. <laughs> Wonder how tro- a crow's doing at work. <laughs> but so, um, and, and I've known the guy since 1981. And again, he, whenever he comes out here, stays with me, right? Great. One of the greatest guys in the world. So we'll do a whip around here. Not, not yet, but this is a good, pretty good whip around. So he calls me today and he goes, hey, I heard you on with um, your cousin, Mark Bresnan, last night. Right? And he listens to the show. He still lives in Ohio, this guy. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark's, uh, uh, Mark's great. He, he lives up near uh, Grozeal in Michigan. They're putting up that new bridge uh, from Michigan to Canada. It's the Gordy Howe Bridge. And we were talking about that for a while. And he says, hey, he says, my wife and I are coming out there in April. I'm like, oh, that's great. You, if you want to stay with us, uh, you know, we'll put an extra bed in the room and you can uh, stay with us. He goes, no, nah, we're, we're coming out on company business, so we got a hotel and everything. I'm like, oh, that's great. Man. We'll, uh, we'll you know, uh, see each other and spend some time. Then he says to me, he says, um, my wife and I have never been to a, a horse race track. And I said, oh, okay. And he said, I'm thinking, you know, I'll get a box and just me, you, your wife and my wife, the four of us, will go to Santa Anita together. Here's the whip around. What was my reaction to that? He said him and his wife, me and my wife, will spend the day at Santa Anita together. What do you think my reaction to that was? All right, Steph Oosh. I'm thinking that's awesome. Okay, all right, that's good. I like the uh, energy, right, and the positivity. <laughs> Guy guy obviously doesn't, the new guy here, right? (laughs) All right, Bellio. I don't know how you specifically backed out of this, but you were like, listen, I think because he's a good friend, you told him, I don't do that. That's not my thing. Okay, that's a good one, too. That's not it, but that's, I I would have done that. That was second on my list. Okay. All right, Croge, what do you think I did? I think because you guys were such good friends. There were a lot of curse words with a no in there somewhere. Oh, okay. All right, they're all great answers. Well, two great answers. Stephouche was horrible. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I hate to say this because it's not the good side of me, right? But at least it's honest. I just hung up on him. Ha! Wow. You hung up on him? Wow. I hung up on him. And I looked at the phone and I go, wow, that guy doesn't know me. <laughs> <laughs> I've known that guy for 30 years. More than that. Almost 40, 42, 40 years. I can see you saying, man, you really don't know me to him, but hanging up. I hung him? up and he didn't call me back. Wow. I said, buddy, that's not me. It's Conway Show. We're live on KFI AM 640. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.